Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unitherapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host and... If you are unfamiliar with what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send to me. And you can send those to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. Usually we answer one question a week and we're going to do that. But before we get into that, a couple things I wanted to give an update on. One, I don't know if I gave this update, so I'm going to give it today. I finished the sixth Harry Potter book. I think it was the Half-Blood Prince was the title of that one, which is very interesting because for those of you who are unfamiliar with why I'm even talking about this, (laughs) I watched all the Harry Potter movies in 2022. And so in 2023, I wanted to go back and read all the books. And when I say read, I mean, listen to them on Audible. And um, I remember the sixth movie thinking, well, that was a pointless movie, like a lot happens, but nothing happens. And it felt like it was just setting you up for the next book or movie. However, I really enjoyed the book. And I think also not much happened, but the story was very captivating to me and it kept me interested. And I think that might just be because I listened to it over. I mean, it took me almost two months to listen to the whole thing versus sitting and watching that movie. I honestly forget it a lot of what happened, but I just know it it was interesting to me. So the book was better than the movie in that case. And so now I'm waiting to start the next one. It is the last one from what I, I know it's, there's two movies, but one book left. So I'm kind of prolonging it because it's kind of sad now for it to be over. It's been, I started in January and I thought it was going to actually take me more than a year to do all this, but I guess when you listen to it, it doesn't, but I'm kind of sad. So I'm going to prolong me beginning the next book. So stay tuned. I really do also still think about how I wish I would have read these 
during my childhood because I could have been having this affinity for this thing for so long and I just was like too cool for it. But lesson learned. The next thing I want to mention before we get into the question is that I don't know if anybody has been wondering this, but I have been purposely staying out of the conversation around Ozempic or the drug semaglutide and weight loss for a couple of reasons. However, something recently happened, not in my life, but something recently happened that sparked my desire to have the conversation about it. We see a lot of this come up in, in the controversy around this drug that is was created for diabetes and now is being used for weight loss and it is in the media a lot. I would be surprised if anybody didn't know what I was talking about. I have tried to stay out of it just because I did not know a lot about the drug. I know people who take the drug for diabetes, but I did not know a lot about the drug. The research is is slim at best, and I had been learning about it in re- in real time while I could speak on the effects of promoting something like that in and how that affects diet culture and our our view and our bias of our bodies and our mental health. I didn't know a lot about the actual drug. However, something happened that I was like, okay, I can't stay away from this conversation anymore because it is literally everywhere. We're all talking about it in spaces. I can't pull up social media without it popping up somewhere. And so I'm working on an episode to talk about this. And I'm actually going to bring somebody on who is much more educated in that sphere. Um, she is a dietitian, a registered dietitian who works with eating disorder clients as well, as well as other kind of clients. And so I'm going to have that episode out in the next month or so. But I wanted to let you guys know because if you have any questions about it or just comments, things that you might want to hear about, send those to me. You can send those to Catherine at Therapy Podcast because I want to know what information you guys are taking in. A lot of it is conflicting. A lot of it's confusing. And so maybe we can help kind of just like peel apart some of that and give you really helpful, accurate information. So there's that. Now it's time to get into the question for today. So I'm going to read the question and then we're going to talk about it. Hi, Kat. I've been listening to your podcast for a long time and I love it. I have learned so much and love how friendly you make it. I feel like I'm your friend even though we've never actually met. Anyway, I'm a super baby counseling student right now, only in my third semester of my master's in clinical mental health counseling. I love what I'm learning and feel so called and passionate about becoming a therapist. However, I'm getting very discouraged because I'm having a very hard time finding a practicum and an internship. Do you have any advice for finding practicum placement or what do you do if you just can't find one? Do you think I'm going to have to just give up my dream of becoming a therapist? Thank you. Okay, so one, you definitely don't have to give up on your dream of becoming a therapist because you are struggling with finding a practicum or internship placement. For those of you who actually are not in school for therapy of any sort, the practicum and the internship are very important parts of of becoming a therapist. It's where you actually apply things and work through things and learn about. I think I, I learned more from my internship than I actually did my classes. But the opportunities to find that are going to differ based on where you live and what is in your community. I know, for example, Nashville is saturated with at least three accredited counseling programs. So 
That can feel really intimidating when there are so many students looking for internships at the same time. However, Nashville is also saturated with a lot of private practices, treatment centers, hospitals, and outpatient treatment centers. So there's a lot of opportunity at the same time. A lot of programs will also offer internships at their university counseling centers as well. So if you can't seem to find one in the community, you can look into that. Almost every, if not every, university should have a counseling program for their students. And a lot of those services can be free. And a lot of times they are free because they have interns working there. However, sometimes you also can get free services from a licensed or at least a uh, limited amount of free sessions from a licensed clinician. But those are also places that should be able to offer opportunities that some people don't think about. I would never have thought of that. However, your school should be talking to you about that. And in that same vein, I really do believe that as a program who is training, and that is training and signing off on students' degrees after you pay for them to do so, it is in part their responsibility to help you find these placements. The school should be developing relationships with different sites and offering you options to look at as a starting position for you. You shouldn't just be going out there without any guidance or education around where you can find these opportunities and how to go about finding those opportunities. And if a student can't find a placement, there should be a system set up to help that student or at least help them find out why it is that they can't find a placement. I think that I would be very discouraged by a program that just threw you out to the wolves and said, figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, you can't graduate. We shouldn't be taking on students if we aren't able to actually help facilitate all of the requirements of the program. Now, something that's different now than when I went to school is there are online degree programs to become a therapist. I don't know if this is the type of program you're in. It very much could be. This was not a thing when I went to school. And it is interesting. And I can't really speak much to this because, again, this was not a thing when I went to school. I have no experience with it. But it begs the question that if you're enrolled in one of these programs, are you also in a community that has opportunities for placement? And how big are the cohorts that they are enrolling students in? If you do online programs, sometimes that means that you can offer more spots. You can create courses that don't have to always be live. And that means that you might be able to again, enroll and accept more students into your program. So does that school then have the ability to help all of those students? And are they being realistic with you about the requirements? And yeah, you can do this program from middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, but does middle of nowhere, Oklahoma actually have sites available for you to meet all the requirements of the program? I think that's something that if you're doing an online program, they should be very upfront with you about. So I'm saying all this because I, I do believe part of this responsibility is on the program itself. So I want to encourage you to go back to the program and ask for help if you really don't feel like you are able to find a placement. That would be my first thought. Reach out to your professors, to your advisors at your program. Again, these are crucial. You have to have one, one to graduate, and you also need it for the experience to actually know and learn. So if they're accepting you into the program, they should also be equipped to help you find this crucial part of the program. I will also say I drove an hour to my practicum and internship, and that was hour there and hour back. So think about expanding your search. If I just looked within my 
radius. I could find places, but it also wasn't the places that I wanted to go. So widen your search and maybe identify how far it is you're willing to go, what is available. I know other people might have, I, I was single and didn't have a lot of responsibility outside of school. So I was able to do that. And then I was able to actually be at my internship and practicum for longer periods of time to make it worth that drive. And then I ended up working there. So it really worked out. So expand your search. So first, reach out to your school, reach out to your um, advisors. They should provide you with a list of approved sites to start with. Now, if you can't find something after they have given you a list of approved sites, then you should be able to ask them for extra help. There should be, there's a missing link there is really what I'm wondering is what's the missing link? It actually should be possible for you to do this. And I know from my experience when I was in school, there were people that started in in a site and it was a bad situation. So our teachers, and because you take a class that is associated with practicum and a class that's associated with um, internship, our professors that taught those classes took it upon themselves to help find that student a new placement. So reach out for support. That is part of what these people are there to do to help train you to become the best therapist you can be. And that comes with guidance. And again, advisory, you should have an advisor basically ask for help where you can get it. And if you just can't find one, I really would say there is a flaw in the system. Unless you're just going on interviews and you're just blowing them or you refuse to go on interviews, if you're blowing them on purpose or whatever, there seems to be a flaw in the system. It, sh- it should be difficult. It is difficult, but it should not be impossible. So really what I'm telling you is ask for help. I feel like I've said that a bunch of times and that can be my feedback for a lot of things. When we get stuck, it's ask for help for the, from the people around you that are there actually to help you. You're not a burden. That is their job. They should want to support you. They should want to help you. They should want you to be successful. That is what they are there to do. And that is what they get paid to do to help you become successful. So good luck. And I hope you can get the help that you need. That is going to do it for us today on Couch Talks. Like I said, you can email any questions to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. If you have questions about Ozempic or any drugs associated with that, like semi-glutide, let me know. I would love to weave some of what you guys are really wanting into what I'm preparing to put out for you guys. So I will be back with you guys on Monday. Until then, I hope you are having the day, the second, the hour that you need to have, and I'll talk to you soon. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.